WPRFM HD1 New York and iHeartRadio station. This is your wake up call. Club, the show you love to hate. From the east to the west coast. DJ Envy. Angela Yee. Charlemagne the God. The realest show on the planet. This is why I respect this show because this is a voice to society. Changing the game. You guys are the, the coveted morning show, but y'all earn it. Impacting the culture. They wake up in the morning and they, they want to hear that breakfast club. The world's most dangerous morning show. We in the mother- we in the- Yo 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 Angela Yee, I don't think she's on yet. What up, Charlemagne? Peace to the planet. It's Monday. Yes, it's Monday. That's right. Start of another work week. How does everybody feel out there? When I ask that question nowadays, I'm really asking because I want an honest answer. You know what I mean? Because none of us are the same. Uh, the way we were before the pandemic, right? So when I ask that question, how are you? I'm asking because I really, truly want to know how you feel mentally, emotionally, spiritually. How are you, DJ Envy? I'm doing uh, pretty good. You know what? I'm doing great right now. So right now I'm broadcasting from Cabo. Okay. Uh, out hmm. in um, Mexico, and the reason being is, uh, you know, my mother, my mother-in-law passed away a week ago, mm-hmm. and I didn't want that to be what my wife thought of when she thought about twentieth anniversary. Mm. So um, we made these plans. Uh, we had to cancel a couple of them, and I begged her to come. She didn't want to come, but now that she's out here, I think it was actually better for her to grieve because she's by herself. There's no kids. There's no phone calls. She can just really take it in and really, you know, mm-hmm. really think about it. And 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 you know, we go through everything, and you know, the, the highs, the lows, the emotions. So it's been really really great for her and you know and, and just a way to you know step away for a couple of days just away from the world and you mm-hmm. know because we're not on our phones out here we're just kind of just enjoying life so it was pretty good so so we're out in, in Cabo so it sounds like a, a good little mental health retreat yeah absolutely okay. absolutely recharge what about you how was your weekend uh, my weekend was good. I was in um, Orlando all weekend because uh, my daughter is a competitive cheerleader and they had a competitive cheerleading competition uh, this weekend in Orlando, Florida. So I was I was down in Orlando. You know, I'm a cheer dad. Yeah, you're a cheer yeah, dad. So but my, what, what do you do during the downtime? Because if, if you are a parent and you have to take your kids to these events to travel, there's a lot of downtime. What do you mean? I sleep. I lay in the bed. <laughs> what are you talking about? I was on the couch. I was watching the NBA Hall of Fame uh, ceremony. I was watching uh, Zeewee this weekend. What else was I doing? I mean, whenever we was in the crib, we was in the crib. I went to the licking, though. They got a licking in Orlando. Drop on the clues bombs for my man, E-Class. Salute to everybody that listens to us on uh, 104.5 The Beat in Orlando. But, yeah, I went to I went to the licking. That was about it. Other than okay. that, yeah, I was walking around um, Disney World doing okay. my chair dad thing. All right. Mm-hmm. Well, did you do, did, did she win? Did they get in yes, first place? Yes, they placed uh, one because she's on two different teams. One of her teams, I think, placed they they tied for second. That's what it was. Or yeah, they tied for second. Oh, okay. Yeah, All right, we'll drop a bomb second. for her, man. That, that's a lot of practice. That's a lot of dedication. So drop a bomb for her. What up, you? You back? Yes, I'm here. My battery okay. was dead. Oh my goodness. Good morning, Yee. How are you? I'm doing well, thank you. I um. 
spent this weekend just doing some work stuff. You know, I have this coffee shop that I'm opening, so I was dealing with a lot of stuff with that, but it's exciting. And, you know, I had a little photo shoot for Whole Foods because they're doing our coffee in stores in the New York City mm-hmm. area. Okay. So that's it. All right. Sure. Well, let's get the show cracking. Chris Rock will be joining us this morning. Chris Rock, uh, he got the number one movie in the country this weekend, I saw. Viral. That's right. Yes, and y'all know I love a good horror movie, so that's part of the Saw series. That's right. We kicked it with him on Friday, so we're not going to be able to talk about number one movies, but we spoke to him Friday. And also, uh, Coach Jesse's joining us, right? Yes, Coach Jesse and Dr. Amun. And, you know, I'm big on every now and then making sure you detox your body. A lot of people going on vacations doing different things, and sometimes you need to just give your organs a break. So we'll talk about that. And the all vaccine, because right. there's all these new CDC regulations. All right, we'll get into front page news next. So don't move. It's the Breakfast Club. Good morning. Mm. 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 Morning, mm. everybody. It's DJ NV, Angela Yee, Charlamagne the Guy. We are the Breakfast What's Club. What's happening? Let's, Good morning. Let's get in some front page news. Where are we starting, Yee? Well, you know, today you got to do your taxes if you hadn't done them yet. Now, they had extended that tax deadline until May 17th. And there's some exceptions, though. If you're in Texas, Oklahoma, and Louisiana, because of the storms in February, the IRS did extend the federal tax deadline for those residents until June 15th. And if you've got some stimulus payments, you do not have to pay taxes on that. Just FYI. So what's that mean? If you got PPP, you don't got to pay taxes on it? No. I didn't say PP. That's a loan. What's the stimulus pay? Oh, the stimulus, the the stimmies. Okay, the $1,459 check. Got you, right? I meant to say stimmy. Yes, I know some people know that. (laughs) Now, so the P, I wonder what PPP, did you have to pay taxes on that? I wonder, did they send, um, does the IRS send people who got PPP loans something? Well, that would be for small businesses, right? And they didn't extend that debt. Because you're supposed to be using that for employees and your businesses. So I'm sure if you have to pay your employees, they got to pay taxes on it. But I would talk to your accountant. Yeah, so all you scammers out there who don't actually have businesses and created those fake LLCs, don't try to duck the IRS, okay? It's impossible. They coming. And if you need to file for an extension, also make sure you do that as well. But remember, when you do file for that extension, you are going to still have to pay interest if you owe money on your taxes. All right. Are are you ready for the playoffs? As we're trying to figure out what two teams from each conference will be the numbers seven and eight seeds. Mm -hmm. And we'll find that out tomorrow. The Charlotte Hornets are going to be playing the Indiana Pacers and the Wizards will be playing the Celtics. Also, the Spurs against the Grizzlies and the Golden State Warriors versus the Lakers. That's right. I'm not going to lie. LeBron was dead wrong when he said whoever created the play-in tournament should be fired. The play-in tournament, you know, it gives the games, the the last games towards the end of the season, it gives them a lot more meaning because yesterday was a fun, fun day in the NBA. Just to watch. Yes. Mm. It's fun to think about um, who your top picks are. And congratulations to the Knicks, too. Yeah, congratulations to the Knicks. Oh, man. Drop on the clues ball to the Knicks. Oh, man. It's been a while. Oh, man. What are they at, number four? Number four four seed. Salute to to World Wide West and just salute to everything the Knicks organization has put together this year because nobody expected them to win. What, they won 41 games, I think? Yeah, something like games that. This year? 40, yeah, 41 and 31, I think, was their final record. Something like that. But, yeah, nobody expected that this season. So, to, salute to the Knicks. Yeah, salute to the Knicks. All Their hospitality has to change. But, you know, um, <laughs> but, no, no, I'm, I'm being honest. Like, I love, I, I grew up on the Knicks. I love the Knicks. But 
their hospitality of inviting people and, and the way they make people feel has to change. It ha- like you know, I, I go to both Knicks games and Nets games and just being in New York, this the, the, the Nets arena and the Nets organization just treats you better. And I hope that that changes with the Knicks. Hopefully. Well, listen, hurt people hurt people. You know, the Knicks have sucked for a long time. So maybe they was taking out a lot of that <laughs> trauma, projecting right. that trauma on people they shouldn't have been projecting that trauma on. You know what I mean? But now that they're winning, maybe they'll be in better spirits over there. You're right. And yeah, absolutely right. Yeah, you're absolutely right. All right. Well, that is front page news. Get it off your chest. 800-585-1051. If you need to vent, hit us up right now. Phone lines are wide open. Again, 800-585-1051. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. Wake up, wake up. Wake your ass. This is your time to get it off your chest. Whether you're mad or blessed, we want to hear from you on The Breakfast Club. Hello, who's this? Yo, what's up? This is Mike, man. Mike, Mike what's, what's happening, up? King? Get it off your chest, Mike. Hey, yes, sir. I just want to tell PJ uh, Evan, man, sorry about the, your flat time this weekend, man. I saw you, man. Uh, man, listen, yeah. man. Like I said, I tell y'all before, my dad never taught me how to change the tire, and for 20 minutes on that bridge. Now, mind you, I'm on my way to the airport, so I got to figure it out on my own. I was tightening that nut pause for about wow. 20 minutes <laughs> ah. until I realized I was going the wrong way. You think he was on Viagra? Oh my gosh! I don't know what what that nut was. I told on, you, Amber, you better learn how to. At least I know how to change a tire. My dad. I mean, I had to. I figured it out. That. I had to figure it out fast. But my. Would you Google it on 30. YouTube? I mean, I know the concept of it. Like you know the you know the concept. Last thing I want to talk about, man. I want to try to challenge. Uh, I got an artist that I got, man. I want him to challenge one of them guys that be out here rapping. I know they got. Uh, I know Trail began to up, so we might not want to challenge him. Wow. <laughs> Trap? No, 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 no. You talking about? Uh, I can't remember the dude name. Nick Damn, G. what's the dude that beat Trav? Nick G. Nick G. But Trav, I me, mean, Trav, Trav won one too. Trav won against Sean Stone. Yeah, he did. So, 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 do what I do. So I did what I do. I want, I want to. If, if Trav listens, Trav, we want to challenge you. Let us know if the talent can be accepted. Um, I okay. think you should. I think you should challenge the champion. Nick G's the champion right now. But let's see. Let's hear how he sounds. We gotta hold on. You can't just challenge someone. We don't know what you sound like. I don't want to waste anyone's time. What's his plat? What's his Instagram? I'm gonna go take a look. Let's see if he's worthy. Oh uh, yeah, yeah, young and prodigy. He most definitely worthy. Young and prodigy. Y O U N G I N P R O D I G B I N G O B N G O B. Young and prodigy. Let's see how good he is. All right, brother. Hello, who's this? Good morning, Angela. How are you? Oh my goodness! Is this Snackman? Yes, it is. Yeah, I got I got a new joke for you. Okay, so hold on. Snackman is our resident comedian. We haven't heard from you in quite some time. Glad He's to hear you doing resident well. Comedian. How's the family? Very good. You ready? Let me know when you're ready. Okay, I'm ready to go. Okay, we're ready. We're ready. Oh my goodness. <laughs> we all know there are side effects to the COVID vaccine. Uh-oh. Well, the research says that pregnant women who get vaccinated when they give birth. The baby is born with a mask. What's the yeah, joke? New joke. Same old horrible delivery. Same old, <laughs> same old no talent ass snack man. Man, he wow. always gets an E for effort, but boy. No, he doesn't. He is trash. Other than that, that's that. No gold stars for this guy. Does he ever perform? Because I can't, I can't see people clapping. Uh, there's some footage of him performing on YouTube. Yeah, now see, I need to see that because one of my favorite things in the world is to see comedians bombing. 
I know with his delivery, he bombs <laughs> badly on stage. I need to see it. Let me see if I can find yeah, it. Yeah, please send me that. I would love to see that. <laughs> My goodness. Get it off your chest. 800-585-1051. If you need to vent, hit us up now. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. This is your time to get it off your chest, whether you're mad or blessed. So you better have the same energy. We want to hear from you on The Breakfast Club. Hello, who's this? Hey, good morning. My name is Jay. I'm calling from Atlanta, Georgia. Good morning, hey, Jay, Jay from ATL. Good morning. Get it off your chest. Um, I was calling this morning because I'm a brain aneurysm survivor. It happened to me back in June of 2012. And wow. I had to have three brain surgeries and all of that. I got my stents and my coils going. Everything is fine for me. But when I called to talk to my, my health care provider, my neurosurgeon, they wouldn't talk to me because they hadn't seen me since 2017. So they told me to call the CDC. I called the CDC, and they didn't have any information for me. All they could tell me or give me was information about people who had a stroke. Now, I almost had a stroke, but that didn't happen. All I had was the aneurysm. So nobody can give me good information if it's safe for me to take it. So I don't know what to do. Ooh, yeah, I don't know what to tell you either because we're not doctors. But I do um, want it. I get it. I get it. I get it that y'all not doctors. I was just hoping maybe since y'all have more contact, maybe I have more info, somebody that could lead me to get the real help that I need because I don't want to take it and God forbid something happened to me. You know, Coach Jesse, who's joining us, she had actually a brain aneurysm too. Well, throw your information out there. Maybe, um, you know, somebody will contact you. Um, my information on Facebook, not Facebook, um, Instagram is... U R underscore Jigganess, J I G G A N E S S. And question: That's on yes. is there, Were there any symptoms before you had a brain aneurysm? I know they say it's, it's usually not, but did you feel any different headaches, anything? No, I I, I felt it when it popped, but mm. it sounded like it was like you know how you crack your knuckles. Yeah. I wow. Felt. I felt like a little snap like that, and the next thing I know, my whole entire body just got ridiculously hot. And wow. I couldn't, I couldn't do nothing. But, um, like I said, well, it took them two surgeries just to find where it burst. And then the third wow. one is when they finally was able to put the stent in the coils in. But, um, well, but thank y'all. We thank God that you're here with us because that could be awful. Yeah, that could absolutely. Be, yeah. mm -hmm. I know that's right. I don't want to hold y'all up for forever and ever, but Miss Yee, I wanted to tell you thank you for everything that you do. And I wanted to ask you if you could check out East Eats in Detroit. It's my cousin's restaurant. Um, East Eats. Uh, East Eats. Okay. All right. I sent that to you in your DM. And Charlemagne, Father's Day is coming up. First of all, congratulations on your um, on your doctor, I, I, Dr. Charlemagne. Your Thank uncle. you. Um, I wanted to see if maybe you could send my husband a book for Father's Day. I want to get Yeah, him. that's easy. I sent him a few. I, I sent him... Um, Dr. Rita Walker, Unapologetic Guide to Black Mental Health, and I'll send them uh, to Mika Mallory, State of Emergency. Hold on so we can get your info, okay? Yes, hold on. We, I'll get your ID and stuff. Get it off your chest. 800-585-1051. If you need to vent, you can hit us up anytime. Now, Yee, we got rumors on the way? Yes, and Unblock Me will tell you who is asking for Nicki Minaj to please unblock her because she didn't do anything wrong. Nope, Charlamagne might have ruined that one. But we'll get into it next. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. Morning, everybody. It's DJ NV, Angela Yee, Charlemagne the Guy. We are the Breakfast Club. Let's get to the rumors. Let's talk Young Miami. It's time, time. She's spilling the tea. This is the Rumor Report with Angela Yee on the Breakfast Club. 
Well, Young Miami tweeted out, can you unblock me on Instagram at Nicki Minaj? And then she said, I'm not obsessed, desperate, none of that. For real, I just asked her to unblock me. I ain't do-ish. The F. And she also responded to a user who said she looks delusional. And she said the only thing she's delusional about is D and my money. And that's that. So people don't understand why Nikki has her block on Instagram, but they did bring up in the comments an interview with Young Miami on The Breakfast Club where she was asked about Cardi versus Nikki. You know, your label mate QC, mm -hmm. he said he wouldn't work with Nikki because of the beef with Cardi. Mm -hmm. So would you work with Nikki? I just want to stay away from that question. Like, I don't want to get into that. But I am Team Cardi. City Girls is Team Cardi. Cardi support the City Girls. Absolutely. You know what I'm saying? Like, she... We don't have to ask. We'll just wake up and it's a tweet about the city girls. Like she really loves city girls. She supports the city girls. What am I missing with that though? I mean, Young Miami didn't say anything bad about Nikki. She just said she'd rather stay away from the question. And then I she's team Cardi. She said, team Cardi. I don't see. When, when you ask I don't know if, if that was any, Yeah. She tried to avoid answering that, but she did want to make sure that people know that they are they are team Cardi and Cardi had done the song twerk with them. So mm -hmm. around that time, so I'm sure she felt away because they know each other personally. And in the second half of the video, by the way, she do, they do show an interest in working with Nicki and say they do want to work with Nicki Minaj. She so. did on Breakfast Club? She said that? Mm-hmm. Why we ain't play that part yeah, then? She, Let's add some context has, to the situation. Yeah, uh, she has said that. So Yeah, because oh, people don't hear that side. I only seen the clip walking around with... With the Charlemagne uh, asking about exactly. that side, so they should play the other. He should have played the other clip too, because I like my thing is, you know, even if they did have an issue, folks can't evolve, folks can't change their mind. They're both mothers. She probably see the world different. She probably like, yeah, she didn't say anything disrespectful. Beef. I didn't hear her say nothing disrespectful about nah, that. Not at she all. Was up here. I didn't think so. And then the neighborhood talk posted it and said, "Y'all give Young Miami a break." It was the label pressure. And I heard Young Miami responded, "No, not at all. I said I'd rather stay away from the question." That's Cardi gave said. us one of our biggest songs and supported me through everything I. I went through when everybody told me I couldn't do it. She was in my ear telling me I can and I'll forever love her for that. It's nothing personal. That's it. And that's all. That's what I took from it. I mean, the fact that she said, I'm going to stay away from that question lets me know she did not want to disrespect Nicki Minaj in any way, shape or form. I even have it come off like she was disrespecting Nicki in any way, shape or form. Now, Nikki, in the meantime, went live and she had to respond to rumors. And Azealia Banks really hyped this up that she was addicted to cocaine and that she was because she was sniffling while she was on live. And here is what Nicki Minaj had to say about that rumor. That's just never been my drug of choice. I do take Allegra every day. And also I have to take Allegra now sometimes twice a day. Yes, I've said lyrics like, keep the snow white, I could buy it by the bundle. I'm talking about weight. In fact, I've only ever even seen Coke in bricks. Since y'all wanna know my drugs and all of that, just listen to my music. <laughs> Popping them things to go up and smoking and smoking Los Angeles bud. I say shit like that because that's what the I'm actually doing. <laughs> yeah, it's been a, it's been a crazy season as far as allergies because I don't have allergies, but I've been stuffed up crazy, which is which is crazy. And Nikki's right. Nikki uh, ran with a lot of people that push major weight, so she would know it. Boy, you, you know. a snitch. Um, she said it. She didn't. All she said was she only saw cocaine and bricks. That could have been in movies. You're right. You're right. You yeah, are a rat. Well, she rapped about it before. She yeah. has. Whole, it's, it's entertainment. <laughs> it's Nikki. Oh, you're right. It's Nikki ran with all the drug dealers. Right. You're right. It's entertainment. <laughs> you are. Let me shut up. Shut up to Nikki. Too late. Both all of right, y'all. Well, anyway, the whole the point court. is she's not stopping <laughs> cocaine. You were not witness. Allegedly. All right, now Romeo and Bow Wow. In the meantime, are y'all here for this Romeo versus? No. With Bow Wow? <laughs> no. Now Romeo was on Fox Soul on his show, The Mix, and said this. 
If Bow Wow do a goddamn battle and it's not with me, don't do it. I'm just saying. So if, if Bow do a battle, I'm open for it. Listen, I love Romeo, <laughs> and I love everything the Miller stand for. Salute to my guy, Romeo. But Romeo cannot see Bow Wow in no musical verses at all. Y'all going to stop acting like Bow Wow don't got some slaps. Yeah, they don't, they don't now, have Bow 40 Wow songs responded, you sure you want this smoke? I see you calling me out. You sure this is what you want to do? And he put hashtag versus. I don't care now, how y'all Romeo, feel about Shad Moss, but y'all ain't going to disrespect Bow Wow. Bow Wow got slaps, okay? Now, Romeo replied in his Instagram story regarding this versus talk. I've gave this man Bow, a.k.a. at Shad Moss, his roses since we was kids, and even reached out myself multiple times to celebrate him and our era together in a creative way. I could put my pride to the side if it means doing something positive and bringing back nostalgia for a dope-ass generation. Now, if you think this is smoke, my brother, we could hit up Logan Paul and get on one of those boxing tickets. You know me in real life, bro. We ain't kids no more. <laughs> Leave that for the fans. This ain't about the competition. For me, this is about showing the impact that two young black kids had on the See? entire industry. That's the win to inspire the next. It's no limit. You got my number. Hit me. Drop one of clues bombs with Big Romeo. Romeo was like, you know what? Let me, oh, let me, let me think. Let me think this through. I can't beat him in music, but I'll beat that ass in the ring. Go ahead, Romeo. That's what I'm That's talking about. But they should do it. Switch to create a versus where it's not 20 songs. Like it's just 10. Because there's a bunch a of artists that do it. Yeah, like verse. Like because. Some artists don't have 20 joints. I don't care if you Verse. do. I, let me tell you, I don't care if Romeo and Bow Wow do song. 5, 10, 15, 20. Romeo is not seeing Bow Wow's musical, musical catalog, okay? That's just what it is. Y'all going to stop playing with Bow Wow like he didn't write Let Me Hold You, okay? Or Fresh As I'm Is, all right? Or bounce with me. Did he write it? Do you know if he really wrote it? It don't matter. He performed it, <laughs> goddammit. All right. right. Shout out to Bow Wee. All right. Now, in some TV news, Tiana Taylor and Iman Shepard have a new reality show. We got love, Iman and Tiana. That's going to premiere on E! It's a documentary reality show, uh, specifically how they balance multiple ventures. Nice. Black love. Love to see it. Yeah, Lil Junie going to be the star of that show if she's mm -hmm. on yeah, she already the star on, on social media, mm -hmm. seeing her dances and everything. And Blackish is going to be ending with season eight on NBC. So they have announced the eighth and final season renewal for Blackish. End of an era for that. Yeah, we'll I saw they canceled. It. They canceled mixed years too, after two seasons. Wow. Yes. So yeah, that's not coming back either. Um, and other news for life has been canceled by ABC after two seasons. But they're going to shop that show now. So I saw 50 Cent posted. I'll tell you where you can tune in to see for life shortly. Check out my new show, Family Affair, on ABC coming soon. Mm. So, yes. All right. And that is your rumor report. All right. Thank you, Missy. And shout out to Anthony Anderson. When I caught my flat tie the other day, he called me and was like, you need help, bro? I'm like, bro, you're in L.A. How are you going to help What's me? What's he going to do? Yeah. <laughs> he, he said, righty tighty, lefty Lucy. I duh. said, man. Duh. Flattish. So so I figured that out already. <laughs> All right. We got front page news next. What are we talking about? Yes. And the New York City Pride organizers are banning the NYPD from their events from the parade. So we'll tell you about that. You could do that. They did. All right. We'll get into that next. And don't forget, Chris Rock will be joining us next hour. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. Your mornings will never be the same. Angela Yee here, and did you know that the General Insurance has been saving people money for nearly 60 years? That's a long time. So if you want the quality coverage you deserve at prices you can afford, check out The General. 800-GENERAL or visit thegeneral.com. Some restrictions apply. WWPR-FM HD1 New York. And iHeartRadio Station. Let me play.
Breakfast Club. Up in your lifestyle. DJ Envy, Angela Yee, Charlemagne the God. You are rock, 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 rockin' with the best. best. Morning, everybody. It's DJ Envy, Angela Yee, Charlemagne the God. We are the Breakfast Club. Let's get in some front page news. Where we starting, Yee? Man, well, y'all know I've been watching this whole Bill Gates, Melinda Gates divorce and everything that's going on with them. So now there are other reports coming out. And one of them is that Bill Gates had a lengthy affair with an employee at Microsoft and that woman wanted his wife to know. She wanted changes to her Microsoft job. And she also asked that Melinda Gates read the letter that she wrote. So we don't know if that really happened, but they had a sexual relationship allegedly uh, over the years. I did not know that Bill Gates had hoes. Allegedly. 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 And couldn't control him. She writing letters. <laughs> <laughs> Bill Gates can't control his hoes. There's no hope for anybody. All right. I mean, God damn, if a couple hundred billion don't control your hoes, what will? All right. They also said that he was also seeking relationships, allegedly, with company employees and uh, you know, they said there was a thorough investigation. They said they did provide extensive support to the employee who raised a concern that he sought to initiate an intimate relationship with a company employee in the year 2000. And so on his behalf, you know, they're saying that there was uh, people that are, quote, insiders are weighing in on things that they have no idea about. So what they're saying is these stories are false. Uh, that situation was over 20 years ago. And the claim of mistreatment of employees is also false. And that the rumors and speculations surrounding Bill Gates' divorce are becoming increasingly absurd. Absur- absurd. Absurd. Yes. Absurd. Yes. Okay. So right. there you have it. All right right now, his net, wor- net worth is, by the way, $144 billion. $144 billion. A few billion should be able to keep some side chicks quiet, Bill. Lord have mercy. He's probably, he probably cheap as hell. That's probably what this is all about. Okay? Right. Because there's no way that your side chick should be saying anything. She shouldn't even be living in America. She like, Valentine's Day? You didn't give me nothing for Valentine's Day? All right. <laughs> Get this letter together. <laughs> all right. Organizers of New York City Pride have banned the NYPD from participating in the parade in June and all the related events. And they're trying to reduce their presence on scene. They're saying that their appearance has threatened members of the community. According to a statement that was released Saturday, New York City Pride seeks to create safer spaces for LGBTQIA+. At a time when violence against marginalized groups and uh, trans communities has continued to escalate, the sense of safety that law enforcement is meant to provide can instead be threatening and at times dangerous. Interesting. I mean, it could work. I mean, I, I read that they have private security they hired and they have volunteers that will be you know, holding things down. The only thing I... Community I, I, leaders. Community yes. leaders. Yeah. The only thing I'm concerned about is that, you know, the LGBTQ community is targets of hate crimes often. And now that this has been announced to the world that they won't right. have police security, I feel like folks might try to target you know yeah. them in this moment, but but I mean, also are, well, they do have they the do have private though? security. They do have community leaders, and police will be there, by the way, to control the traffic and other things like that. They're just not going to have that huge, large scale presence. Mm. But aren't they trained to look for bombs and look for certain things and people carrying certain things? I, I thought that's what they specifically are trained for. I would think the city like would this. do that anyway, though, right? I mean, even like even though they're not working the event, they would still like. I would think. Try to secure the area to make sure there's nothing crazy going on, right? As far as bomb threats so. and stuff, I would. Yeah. yeah, I would think so. I don't know. 
All right, now more than 80% of gas stations in D.C. are out of gas, as well as 58% in North Carolina, 48% in South Carolina. Even though the Colonial Pipeline is up and running after being shut down for six days, some gas stations are still struggling with shortages. That fuel pipeline is the largest in the U.S. And after those cyber attacks shut it down with ransomware, now they are back um, open. But it does take a while for all the fuel to get back through and for it to be transported. And while they have made substantial progress and fuel has begun flowing to most of the markets it serves they said you know it's going to take a little bit of time for that to get back to normal and some gas stations are still struggling with supply you know it flows at just five miles per hour so it could take days or even weeks for that uh, gas and diesel and jet fuel to flow through to most places. Damn. Where's Daddy Yankee when you need him, Drabbles? Where's your guy at, huh? We need some gasoline, bro. What's What's happening? That was horrible. Huh? Terrible. That was horrible. <laughs> it's a dad joke, you know. What are you gonna do? <laughs> no, it was a, no, it was a daddy it was Yankee a bad joke. joke. <laughs> yeah, it, oh my god, even worse. That one was better than the first one. Uh, no, that was worse. <laughs> no, that was better. That one made me nauseous. <laughs> <laughs> All right. And again, just one more reminder, guys. Taxes are due today in most places. So unless you're in, what is it, in Texas, there's there's only a couple of exceptions. That's Texas, Oklahoma, and Louisiana. Uh, those states were hit hard by the storms in February. So those tax deadlines are ex- extended till June 15th. But for everybody else, you got to pay your taxes or at least file for an extension. Do not ignore it. Do not avoid it. Just making sure you guys do that. I mean, you can ignore the IRS all you want. That don't mean they, yeah, that don't mean they're not gonna come for you. Okay, just because you ignore a problem doesn't mean it will go away. All right, and the IRS is triple that. Whatever. Okay, yeah. just because you ignore the IRS does not mean that they're gonna go away. Okay, no, they're definitely not going away nope. until they get what they want. That's right, and with right. interest if you don't yeah. give it to them on time. And penalties. That's right. <laughs> Play with them if you want to. Play with Earths if you want to. Yeah, don't okay. Mess with and you know, there's a lot of complications this year. So if you still haven't filed your taxes, just make sure you look and see what you don't have to pay on. Make sure you see what kind of relief you're getting. You know, all kinds of things happening with taxes. Correct. So make sure y'all file properly and correctly. If you got that STEMI, you don't got to pay taxes on stimulus payments. That money is tax free. The PPP right. wasn't no STEMI either. Okay. You going to prison. All right, that fake PPP you got because of that fake LLC, you going to jail. So don't think the PPP was a stimmy, okay? And your first $10,200 in unemployment benefits will be exempt from federal income tax, just FYI. So you know that too. So make sure you know what provisions are available. If you're eligible for certain exclusions, look all that up. Make sure you know what exempt means. I have a feeling that the people who are doing these PPP scams don't even know what exempt means. No, probably not. Probably not. All well, right. Well, that is your front page news. And also, shout out to uh, Jermaine Cole. J. Cole, he finished up. He had his uh, first game over the weekend. Of course, he plays for the Patriots Basketball Club. He had three points, three rebounds, and two assists. So, yeah. J. Cole has had one of the best rollouts for an album that I can remember in a long time. And it's all rooted in things basketball. he loves. That's right. <laughs> Music and basketball. That's it. He gave us the interlude, the documentary, the announcement that he's playing ball in the BAL. Slam magazine cover drops the album. Album fired. And two days later, he's playing pro ball in uh, the BAL Africa. on yeah, ESPN. Man. That is right. Phenomenal rollout. All right. When we come back, Chris Rock will be joining us. We'll kick it with Chris Rock, so don't move. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. Morning, everybody. It's DJ NV, Angela Yee, Charlamagne the God. We are The Breakfast Club. We got a special guest on the line. Chris Rock. Good morning. Yes. What's up? 
Well, listen, I'm excited to have you on today because, you know, I'm a huge horror movies are my favorite uh, genre of film. And so you're doing Spiral, right? And so you were a big fan of the whole Saw franchise. Yes, yes. I love the Saw franchise. I love to see people like uh, boiled in oil and like <laughs> put in the traps. And like, I think we need more traps. More traps. I think we- yeah, I think we need traps in life. I think we need them in court. I think they'd be a good deterrent. The first, the first oh, we need traps. Minutes. We need traps when a man is cheating. That oh, way, boy. if something oh, happens, God. we could put his thing in the trap, and then yeah. we could be like, if you try to put your, yeah, that'd be a good one, right, Chris? Yeah, we need for women cheating too. Oh. But, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> now, the first ten minutes of the movie is is. It's intense. It's disgusting and intense. <laughs> so what makes you like scary movies so much? You're from the hood, so you shouldn't like, you shouldn't want to be scared anymore. Oh, no, 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 no. Angela knows what I'm talking about. When you're in that theater together, it's yeah, not even about a scary movie. It's a scary movie with a bunch of people is like, like an experience like no other. You know what I mean? Cause you all get scared together, and you all like, no, 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 don't, don't open that door, don't open that door. <laughs> <laughs> it's so fun. It's like going on a ride. You know what I yeah, mean? Yeah, it's like going on a ride. I love it, man. I love it. So, for most people that don't know, explain what the movie is all about besides being scary. Because it's not just I mean, a, it's a little bit of everything in the movie. It's a little bit of everything. It's, I mean, how do you even explain Saw? Saw, it's like the bloodiest episode of law and order you've ever seen okay and i'm the cop investigating the crime hunting down this serial killer and i'm a serious cop and at the same time i'm funny and you know it's it's a good ride sam jackson plays my dad in it and he's you know he's sam he throws down you know he's he's a method actor so he insisted on having sex with my mother which i didn't know which odd but i went you know she agreed so we're okay with it now how's everything been with you with uh covid because i know at one time when it first started he was like look chris rock is serious about this covid thing if any interview he's shooting outside doesn't want to be inside he wants you know they said you were very serious so how are you now with covid are you starting a little bit i'm you know i'm vaccinated i'm you know they call me two shots rock you know (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> I got I got my Moderna and you know I might I might even get the I might even get the Pfizer as a backup. What you about know, Johnson and Johnson? Would you get the Johnson and Johnson? Yeah, Johnson and Johnson, the food stamps of the <laughs> <laughs> <of> vaccine. <laughs> you know, it's interesting because now the CDC is saying that if you are vaccinated, right, you can go out with no mask, no social distancing, indoors and outdoors. Are you still are you comfortable with that? No, I, you know what? I still, I'm going to carry the mask. I mean, that's like a weird policy because it's like we're on the honor system all of a sudden. Right. You know, there's a lot of people still ain't <laughs> vaccinated and they still, you know, they, I don't know what's up with people not wanting to get vaccinated. People, I don't know what's in there. I don't know what's in Fruit Loops, okay? <laughs> you know what right. I mean? I don't know what's in a lot of stuff. And you know how many drugs I've bought at strip club bathrooms? You know what I mean? Like how many times you haven't used a condom? Yeah, like oh, I'm having sex with a girl I met a half an hour ago at at Freaknik. I'm not gonna take a vaccine. I've done 
far more dangerous things. Right, because you recently got a tattoo. You don't know what's in that needle. I don't know what's in that needle. I don't know. I don't know, Angela. Was that your I first tattoo? No. I had a jerry curl. What the hell was in that? <laughs> You think I knew what was they were putting in my scalp? <laughs> and now all of a sudden I'm farm to table. Now, was that your first tattoo you you got? Yeah, I got a I got a Basquiat crown over here, and then I got a Prince symbol here. And I'm, uh, I'm you know once you start getting them, they I are they're, they're addictive. But what made you get a tattoo now? Like now, my daughter. She was like, when I turn 18, I'm getting a tattoo, whether you like it or not. Damn. You know, and you can't say, you, you know, you got, you know, you got a 19 year old. We got the same, you know, our kids are the same age and you can't say nothing. Right. So the day she was going, she was like, she got scared. And she was like, you know, if you come with me, I won't go crazy. Because she was like, I might get four tattoos. I'm like, you're out of your mind. She said, come <laughs> up, daddy, get one too. So we got them together. You know, we got we kind of got the same one, and it was it was like a bonding thing, daddy daughter tattoo day. Got you. So, so you got two at the same time while you were there. I got one, and she got one. So we got you know then she got we both got our first tattoo together. And then you got a second That's, one. And then you went back. <laughs> yeah, I went back. Uh -oh. And then no no, and then me and my daughter went back and got t another one. <laughs> <laughs> So my daughter Lola, my, is you and your daughter going to get yeah, <laughs> yeah. Lola is my tattoo daughter. Now, what if she said, "I want to get my boyfriend's name tattooed on me"? Ah, that would not happen. That would I would you know? <laughs> that is not no. That that's what I would I wouldn't pay for it. Put it that way. <laughs> you got to pay for that one yourself. Now, last time we spoke, you were talking about how you've been going to therapy. So, how has that been going, and how have you been changed since then? How have I been changed? I don't know. I'm, I, you know, you'd have, you, you know, what you would have to ask the people around me. Mm -hmm. But uh, I feel like I can connect more. Um, uh, I'm more patient. I'm less uh, distracted and jumpy, and I'm just more comfortable in my own skin. Uh, I can. I'm more empathetic yes. to others. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? You know, I can, I can, I can feel your pain, Angela. I can. <laughs> <laughs> You've been doing a lot during this Young pandemic. Side of the story, Angela. How, how does that affect comedy now? Can you still do comedy because you oh. feel more empathetic? You know. Oh, I'm, um, I'm, I'm. You know what it is? It's just the therapy just clears out. You know, all all this garbage you've been piling up over the years. So it's not you. You don't get less funny. You actually get to a state. You get to that place where you remember why you started this. Got you. You know what I mean? You know what I mean? Like you DJ Envy and you're great right now, but there was like, there's an essence mm -hmm. that made you want to be a DJ that right. sometimes you forget. You know what I mean? You know what I mean? That gotcha. why you got into it. So now, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm kind of back to that guy. So it doesn't make you easier. Like, you know, we use your crack ass, crack a drop all day long up here on, on radio. So yes, thank you, thank you. So thank you very it, much. one of those things where you're like, you know what? I'm not going to use crack ass, cracker because I could be. A no, 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 no. I'm not that guy. Okay. I'm not. <laughs> no, no, no. Cracker ass, cracker. I'm like. We got a new drop. <laughs> yeah, I'm like every day. Anybody I talk to, any of my any of my black friends, are like, don't let these crackers get you down. I'm every day. <laughs>
All right, we got more with Chris Rock. When we come back, it's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. Morning, everybody. It's DJ Envy, Angela Yee, Charlamagne Tha Guy. We are The Breakfast Club. We're still kicking in with Chris Rocky. How was it your first time back on stage, like, after being not on stage for a few months, and I saw, like, you had your notes and everything? Like, what was that experience? Like, were you... It's, you know, it's good. I It's where I'm most comfortable, <laughs> fortunately or unfortunately. Uh, yeah, I've been having, a, I was, I was, uh, in the summer, I was going on stage with Dave out in Ohio, you know, so we were doing that thing, and it was just great being out there, you know, everybody's tested. Uh, now the comedy cellar just opened up downtown, so I've been messing around now. I did a set with John Mulaney the other night, so I'm, I'm trying to get my act together so I can go on tour next year, mm-hmm. you know, and really sum up everything that's happened in the last year and a half, you know, kind of give like a state of the union tour, you know? And what are your thoughts on the cancel culture? Like, you know, if you say something wrong, people will try to cancel you immediately. You know, you even see Ellen dealing with it with her workplace. It seems like it drove her crazy where she's like, you know, I'm retiring, you know? So yeah, I know it's, 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 it's weird when you're a comedian because like when you're a comedian, when the audience doesn't laugh, that we get the message Mm -hmm. (laughs) like we you don't really have to cancel us because we get the message (laughs) right (laughs) they're not laughing our feelings hurt (laughs) right when we do something and people aren't laughing we like we get it i don't understand why people feel the need to go beyond that you know what i mean Mm -hmm. it's honestly to me it's it's a disrespect it's people disrespecting the audience. Right. Like, oh, you think you know more than the audience. The audience knows more than everybody, right. okay? Um, you know, but, I, I, hey, some things don't need to be said. Some people need to be looked out for. I definitely understand that. But um, not letting comedians work is, you know, what happens is everybody gets safe. Right. And when everybody gets safe and nobody tries anything, things get boring. Right. Absolutely. So I see a lot of unfunny comedians. I see unfunny TV shows. I see unfunny award shows. I see unfunny movies. Because <laughs> no one's, everybody's scared to like, you know, make a move. You know, and that's not a place to be. You know, we should have the right to fail. Right. Because fa- failure, failure is a part of art. You know what I mean? And right. it's like, it's the ultimate cancel. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. But, you know, mm-hmm. but now, you know, you got a place where people are scared to talk. That's not, you know, especially in America, you're scared to talk. Ah. But, you know, that's what people want. You know, got to make adjustments. Right. And, you know, let's do it. But when, yeah. you're, when you're working on material, sometimes it's not there yet, right? And you have to do it in front of an audience to see what their reaction is. When is the last time that people haven't laughed and the other night, the other night I had a couple that didn't work. I mean, everything you see, especially with my act, I love to talk about things that aren't funny and bringing light to them. You know what I mean? When I, the first time I probably did crack ass crack, it probably didn't get laughs for months. You know what I mean? Room full of white what's people. He, yeah, you know what I mean? Like, what's he talking about? You know what I mean? But you got to work through it and you got to figure out the exact wording of things. You know what I mean? And I'm sure people were offended. The first time I started doing that or a lot of the stuff I did, you know, but it takes a while. And, you know, when you see it, when you see the finished product, here's the thing with comedians, if I if I can say, Mm -hmm. don't judge a comedian by what you hear in the club. 
okay? The club is the gym. The club is the studio. Those are demos, okay? Judge us by our specials, you know? Mm -hmm. So when you see the Netflix special, when you see the HBO special, that is, that is real work. That is like, okay, I tried this joke. It is, it is refined. But, you know, putting people on blast for stuff they made that they did in the club, you know, that, that'd be like getting J. Cole's demos and go, yo, this is trash. Right, right, right. Like, ah, man. Look, them demos were dope, though. I mean, you know. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, you, you, like get, get the Beyonce demos. Ah, this single ladies is horrible. It might have been horrible the first time, you know, she was working on it. You know what I mean? Halo might have sucked. You know, week two. The beehive is coming for you, Chris. How you know what I mean? No, no, no. But I'm saying, <laughs> no, no, because Beyonce's a perfect example. Like, she really works on the stuff. Right. She takes her time on her albums. And if you heard it in the middle, it wouldn't sound as good. Like, you know, like, like, like when you like stand in a hotel and they clean in your room, right? Mm -hmm. You ever come back early and they're not done yet? It yeah. looks horrible. Yeah. Right. Right. That's me cleaning my house when I pull everything. You know what I mean? Like, and everything's but, all over the floor. Right. And to properly clean, it has to get dirtier. Right. It has to get messier. And to properly make good art, you have to get dirty. It has to get bad. You got to be able to see it from every angle. You got to examine every word. And, you know, hey, if cancel culture helps out, you know, people that are marginalized that's good mm -hmm. that's that that is a great thing if you're handicapped if you're trans if you're you know uh you know native american that, that's great if you feel that the fact that people are nervous offending marginalized people is a good thing okay Absolutely. but anything that stops artists from trying from from you know from reaching, that's not good. Now, would you How's do it? would you do more serious roles? You know, because in the beginning of Spiral, right? I'm yes. not without giving up everything. I liked who you were right in the beginning. Like that reminded me of when y'all set things up and you're about to do the robbery. I'm like, that's dope. Like I I like you in that role. Like he's been I'm, doing a lot of serious roles lately. Man. You know, as you get older, you know, people people even when you do comedy. You know, like you, life isn't that silly anymore. You know what I mean? Like, like we got mortgages and kids, <laughs> right, right. And divorces, and like all this stuff going on. So even in your comedy, you kind of want a dramatic undertones under it. You know right. what I mean? You know what I mean? Like, it's it's. I'm too old for Pootie Tang at this point. <laughs> right, right, right. I right, saw right. that in theaters. <laughs> yeah, hey, yeah, that's not our tag. So, Absolutely. I know you got to go. So just tell them where they can see Spiral. Uh, it's out. Tell them where they can see it, where they can download it, where they can watch it. Hey, Spiral, Chris Rock, Sam Jackson, part of the Saw franchise in theaters. Theaters, okay? Oh, not, theaters. not all it's not, in theaters. It's in theaters. Yes. Oh my goodness. It's in all right. theaters. It's, it's time. The CDC said it. You can go out <laughs> and see Spiral in a theater and get scared and laugh in a you know together and and be kind. Uh, let's go. try that for you know for a change. There you and go. Chris, with all these firsts that you've been doing, right? Like you know, getting your first tattoo. Is there anything else you're about to do for the first time? 
Um, do? I don't know. I don't. What do I want to do? What do I want to do? I'm actually. I'm. Uh, I'm going. I, I don't know. I'm going to. Did you see that movie, The Octopus? My friend, The Octopus. No. no. Oh, Netflix documentary. You gotta see it. Anyway, I'm just. I'm diving now, and I'm like, just. You diving. You, you're bored, man. You have nothing oh, to do. Yeah. Tattoos, women. Yeah. But, you know, when your kids go to college, you'll be doing this too. You got a convertible? <laughs> yeah, I've been had a convertible. <laughs> you did shrooms. You did it all. <laughs> yeah, I did ayahuasca. I'm, oh, I'm going in. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, it's Chris Rock. We appreciate you for joining us, brother. Thank you. All right, now. <laughs> yes, morning, everybody. It's DJ NV Angela Yee, Charlemagne the God. We are the Breakfast Club. Good morning. That's right. Salute to Chris Rock. I wasn't here for the Chris Rock interview, but salute to my guy, Chris Rock, man. Number one movie in the country with a. Uh... What is it called? Spiral? Saw Spiral? Spiral? Yes, yeah. Spiral. Yes. Spiral. He actually was the one that wanted to do that. He went up to them and was like, we got to bring back this Saw franchise because he was a fan. And salute to Slaughter Gang, too. Uh, 21 Savage and, and, and his and his crew, they um they did the soundtrack, right? Yep. Yeah, man. Yep, yep, yep. And I didn't get to the see way, the whole guys, movie, though. I got I to check it out uh, this weekend. It's, 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 it's gruesome. That's all I can say. Gruesome. Really? What I like a so gruesome far. movie. No, nah, I don't pay people um, to I just want to tell... You guys on The Breakfast Club, y'all were nominated for an Ambies Award. What is that? And they actually, that's a podcast awards. I thought Ambie was the bleach cream that used to bleach your skin back in the day. What? Well, it's a newly formed podcast academy. Mm-hmm. And so last night was the Ambies. We did not win, by the way. We were nominated, but we did not win. Who won? Just FYI. It was Conan O'Brien's podcast. White privilege. <laughs> Conan O'Brien. I got to see the numbers on Conan O'Brien's podcast. Does Conan O'Brien do those kind of numbers? Yeah, nobody talks about no Conan O'Brien podcast. But listen, the, the reason I don't be tripping when we don't win those podcast awards is because The Breakfast Club is not really a podcast. We're a radio nah. show, but we uh, put the radio show in podcast form because nowadays you have to meet people where they are. That's correct. just the truth to the matter. Correct, correct, correct. All right. Well, rumors on the way. What are we talking about, Yeezy? Uh, we are going to be talking about the Hall of Fame, and Vanessa Bryant gave her incredible speech honoring Kobe. Man, that was so sad. All right, we'll get into that when we come back. Don't move. It's the Breakfast Club. Good morning. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Morning, everybody. It's DJ NV Angela Yee, Charlamagne the Guy. We are the Breakfast Club. Let's get to the rumors. Let's talk Fat Joe. Listen up. It's just in. All the guys. The Rumor Report. It's the Rumor Report. The Breakfast Club. Well, Fat Joe was on Drink Champs and he was giving flowers to DJ Khaled and even compared him to Quincy Jones. Here's what he said. So when I make reference to Khaled being the Quincy Jones of hip hop because he puts it together. Now, there's a million guys putting a bunch of rappers together and they come together, big guys, and they're not hits. This is my point. Khaled puts out number one albums, number one hits. The album is incredible for me. Does he get a man his credit? Uh, we give Khaled all the credit in the world, Fat Joe. Khaled is a great producer, but he is not the Quincy Jones of hip hop. Like, come on, man. Quincy Jones mm-hmm. produced Thriller, amongst other nah, things. But Thriller? Not, not the Quincy Jones. Maybe the Quincy Jones of the DJ mixtapes, but not, yeah, like you said, not a hip hop. I mean, yeah. he's, he's created Thriller in, in multiple selling crazy records and so, i would yeah. like to say i think when khaled gets it right with a record he really gets it right big anthems you know all that good stuff but sometimes khaled records are more hype than hits 
Well, Fat Joe did go on social media to defend his statement. He said all these backseat drivers, Monday morning quarterbacks, always got an opinion but can't do it themselves. It's crazy. To me, the term Quincy Jones of this time was used in reference to the work Khaled has put in years and years of hits. Obviously, there's only one Quincy, but F it. Tune in tonight. Explosive. LOL. Khaled is the first Khaled, and that's enough. Drop on the clues bombs for DJ Khaled. Yeah. Absolutely. Khaled does what he does. But Quincy Jones is, is he's a great. That's like, I guess when people compare like R&B singers to Michael Jackson, there Come is on, no man. other Michael Jackson. Quincy Jones made Thriller, bro. Mm-hmm. Thriller. And All right. Now, Vanessa Bryant was accepting Kobe's induction into the Basketball Hall of Fame with Michael Jordan at her side, by the way, as part of the class of 2020. And here she is accepting the honor on his behalf and talking about Kobe just looking down and seeing all this happen. I used to always avoid praising my husband in public because I felt like he got enough praise from his fans. Right now, I'm sure he's laughing in heaven because I'm about to praise him in public for his accomplishments on one of the most public stages. I can see him now, arms folded, with a huge grin saying, isn't this some shit? Man. So sad. Now, Vanessa Bryan also talked about inviting his parents in that conversation. My husband and I were sitting at our kitchen island, and he and I had a conversation about my mother and father-in-law attending tonight's enshrinement. I invited my mother and father-in-law to tonight's enshrinement to thank them for bringing one of the most amazing human beings into this world. Pam and Joe, thank you for raising Kobe to be exceptional. Thank you to all of Kobe's family, Sharia, You've gone above and beyond. I love you. I know it's hard to listen to, and it was, I'm sure, so hard for her to get on stage and give this speech. She got very emotional. Of course, she was wishing that Kobe and Gigi were there as well. I wish my husband was here to accept this incredible award. He and Gigi deserve to be here to witness this. Gigi would be so proud to watch her daddy get enshrined into the Basketball Hall of Fame. I know Kobe is really looking forward to being here. He asked the Hall of Fame to specifically add a sixth ticket for Capri. He was so happy. He didn't really talk about upcoming awards, but he did mention this one a week before he and Gigi passed. Yeah, I mean, it was very difficult to watch. I just sent healing energy to Vanessa and, uh, you know, their family because I couldn't imagine how much her life changed in the past year. And all I kept thinking was, man, we got robbed from seeing Kobe Jelly Jelly Bean Bryant give his Hall of Fame speech. Because NBA players give the best Hall of Fame speeches, and I know Kobe's would have been one for the books, but God had other plans. That's right. And watching all the other players talk about Kobe, you could tell, you know, they were getting choked up. Kevin Garnett, Tim Duncan, and the like. So it was just, yeah, man. That's just a terrible situation. All right. Well, that is your rumor report. All right. Thank you, Miss Yee. Charlamagne, who you giving that donkey to? Man, there is a brother in Florida named Elijah Shelton. He needs to come to the front of the congregation. We'd like to have a word with him this morning. All right. We'll get to that next. So don't move. It's the Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. Your mornings will never be the same. With the new Audible Plus plan, audiobooks are just the beginning. With Audible Plus, you can listen all you want to thousands of included Audible originals, popular podcasts, and more. All in one place. Sign up for a 30-day free trial at audible.com slash breakfast club. WWPR FMHD1 New York. An iHeartRadio station. Let me put a little bit of the breakfast club up in your lifestyle. DJ Envy, Angela Yee, Charlemagne the God. You are rock, 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 r
The craziest people in America come from the Bronx and all of Florida. Yes, you are a donkey. A Florida man attacked an ATM for a very strange reason. It gave him too much money. Florida man is arrested after deputies say he rigged the door to his home in an attempt to electrocute his pregnant wife. Police arrested an Orlando man for attacking a flamingo. The Breakfast Club, bitches. Donkey of the day with Charlemagne the God. I don't know why y'all keep <clears throat> get y'all like this. Well, Donkey of the day for Monday, May 17th goes to a 24-year-old Florida man named Elijah Shelton. Now, what does your Uncle Charlotte always say about the great state of Florida? The craziest people in America could come from the Bronx and all of Florida, and this story just further proves my point. This isn't just my point, though. It's our point. Because we all know the truth. Florida is one of the most beautiful places in the world with some of the most nut-ass people. And if it makes sense in Florida, it probably won't make sense anywhere else except the Bronx. Now, let me tell you about Elijah Shelton. He's in jail right now. Charged with robbery, grand theft, and drug possession. See, Elijah Shelton much of, must have watched the classic film, set it off one too many times. Elijah Shelton decided that whatever Cleo, Frankie, Stoney, and TT could do as a collective, he could do as an individual. So he decided to rob a bank. Now, I'm not the highest grade of weed in the dispensary. In fact, yesterday I hit myself in the head with my bathroom door. Left a little mark. Uh, I don't even know how that happened. So I don't even know how my brain is working at this point. I always thought hitting your head in the bathroom would you know, lead to me coming up with, a, with an idea that would change the world. I've had that thought in my head since I heard Dr. Emmett Brown say he slipped and hit his head on the toilet, which caused him to come up with the idea for the flux capacitor. But even my medium stupid ass knows the basics of a bank robbery. Okay, I mean, the whole point is to get in and get out as fast as you can. The getaway is the most important part because that's what you want. You want to get away with the crime. That's why the getaway car is the most important part of the crime to me. Okay, you need a fast car. Damn near a NASCAR. So you can haul ass after you haul in the cash. Correct? Well, sure. That's correct everywhere else but Florida. Okay, this is Florida we talking about. They do things a little different down there. Let's go to WEAR ABC3 for the report, please. The bank robber took a cab to and from the scene of the crime. Okay, it's stop, a stop, 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 stop. That was a very important line. The bank robber took a cab to and from the scene of the crime. Start it again. The bank robber took a cab to and from the scene of the crime. It's a master plan even Sheriff Johnson finds hard to believe. 24-year-old Elijah Shelton is now behind bars for robbing Synovus Bank in Navarre. Sheriff Johnson says the taxi driver had no idea Shelton robbed the bank when he got back in his car. Johnny Bartell is the owner of Johnny on the Spot Taxi Service. He says Shelton was only inside the bank for about four minutes before coming back to the cab. Once deputies saw the security footage, they called Bartell to return to the bank and he helped point investigators in the right direction. The sheriff says Shelton stole $8,400 from the bank. They're still working to locate the money. Now, Shelton was arrested in Okaloosa County, so he's currently in jail there. He's being held on a $260,000 bond. Now, I tried to see this from Elijah Shelton's angle. Maybe in his mind, he said, you know, people always cause a scene when they rob a bank. Okay, you don't want to drive through the window of a bank in a suburban like Cleo did and set it off. That's too much of a scene. If a bank robbery gets reported and then you see a car speeding away somewhere in the vicinity of the bank, that's a red flag to police. So if I'm Elijah, maybe my mindset is call a cab. It's discreet. Slip in and slip out. Nobody will be the wiser. But Elijah, 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 why, oh, why would you call the cab to pick you up from your house? Why would you have the cab drop you back off to your house after robbing the bank? 
Santa Rosa County Sheriff Santa Santa Rosa County Sheriff Bob Johnson said that they apprehended him pretty quickly. You think? I have a theory that some people feel like if they aren't acting like they are committing a crime, they don't think it's a crime. Like in Elijah's mind, he was just making a withdrawal from some money that wasn't his. I actually did something like this when I was young. We had a uh, weed with no blunts, and there used to be a local store in my community called the Scotchman, and I went to the Scotchman. And walked in, grabbed me a 12-pack of Corona, a box of blunts. I don't remember if it was White Owls, Tampa Nuggets, or Phillies. But I grabbed a box of blunts and 12-pack of beer and just walked out. Didn't try to hide it, conceal it. Didn't even look at the cashier. Just walked in and walked right out. So in my mind, I didn't really commit a crime. I was just in need. And I took, you know, what I needed. Okay, I'm sure this is what Elijah was thinking. You know what? Never mind. Here I go again, trying to get into the mind of a Floridian, trying to make sense of a Floridian. I don't know what Elijah was thinking. Okay, Elijah, you might as well have dropped your location for the police. You might as well have left a business card with your name and address on it. Hell, you might as well have had the cab bring you and have the police pick you up because all you did was just make a little detour to the house before you off to jail. Now, I know some of y'all might be thinking maybe the cab driver was in on it. Well, listen to the cab driver. His name is Johnny Bartell. Well, I think he actually intended to rob the bank on Thursday because he called Thursday and I couldn't get to him. He uh, called back and set an appointment for 9 o'clock Friday morning. He's wearing a turban and a scarf and gloves. And I thought, well, you know, I've seen a couple of weirdos. He didn't act uh, nervous at all. He was just as cool as he could be. He said he just went in and made a deposit. Clearly the cab driver wasn't in on it, okay? And I know you're trying to understand the why in this situation, and we have to stop looking for the why. It's the what, or should I say the where. One word, two or three syllables, depending how you pronounce it. Flow, rye, duh. Please give Elijah Shelton the biggest he are. You don't want to play a game? No, I don't want to play a game. Okay. <laughs> All right. You don't want to play a game? I don't want to play a game because I'm not sure what this guy is. <laughs> I, I want to okay? play a game. He looks a little miscellaneous in the face. I, Dan, show, come on. Dan, bring me his picture again, Dan. Let I want to play a game. Wait a minute. <laughs> Dan, let me see. Check. Oh, you put it in my phone? Let me see. Is it worth a, is it worth a game? I want to play a game. I don't know what this is. Do you know what that is, Dan? I don't know what it is. So I can't, I, we can't play the game because I don't know what oh, this look. Oh, man. Because I looked it up, right? And it was like, if you look up the name Oh, so you cheating. No, no. I just looked up Elijah. He it always cheats. Oh, wow. No, I don't. 60% white, 4.2% four <laughs> Hispanic, 24% black, 1.8% uh, Asian, and 0.8% Alaskan Native. So you mean that's in the, the world? Like, like the name Elijah. Wow. The name Elijah. When I think Elijah, I think the Honorable Elijah Muhammad. So wow, that's interesting. I was going to go Alaskan Native on this one, but I don't know. He might be. He got a little, he looked like a little Eskimo. He looked like a hood Eskimo. <laughs> <laughs> he does. I'm gonna send you the picture, man. I don't know My what race goodness. it is. If you if you if you know on YouTube, let me know. When we post this on YouTube later, y'all tell us what race this is, because I really don't know. He looked very miscellaneous in the face. He could pass for a number of different things. Cuban, some type of Latino, black. I don't know what this is. All right. All right. Well, no game today. All right. Thank you for that donkey of the day. Mm-hmm. Oh. He could, he, he's, he, he you see like him now? Yeah, he, he could be a little hood, a hood uh, Eskimo. <laughs> a little hood Eskimo, I'm telling you. <laughs> he could be a hood Eskimo. Got graffiti all, right. all over his igloo. <laughs> 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 There's something happening here.
Oh, my goodness. All right. When we come back, we have Coach Jesse and Dr. Amun joining us, right? Yep. Yes, from the detox now. So this will be interesting information about the vaccine as we're all arguing about what's going on with getting vaccinated. And also, we're going to talk about detoxing because a lot of people ask me about this detox and we'll have some more information and you guys can perhaps join. Yeah, they have the detox now. That's I usually do that once or twice a year and uh, this cleans out everything in the body and I, I lose a lot of weight doing it. So we'll talk to them next. So don't move. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. Morning, everybody. It's DJ Envy, Angela Yee, Charlamagne the Guy. We are The Breakfast Club. We got some special guests joining us this morning. From Detox Now, we have Coach Jesse and Dr. Amun. Hey. The Detox Now, y'all know that I always swear by this detox. And the reason why I do, and I just want to put this out there, is so many, I've done it, but a lot of people I know personally have done it, and it's helped them. We saw it during Ashanti's verses. She actually did the detox and talked about it during right. the verses. Yeah, so. I think the best um, the best evidence is y'all, too. Y'all look younger than the last time I seen y'all. Man, I was going to talk. It's okay if I tap you on the yeah, shoulder? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, I take that as a compliment. I mean, <laughs> it's been a rough year, but um, yeah. I guess just trying to live that lifestyle. We had a conversation on the mm-hmm. phone when I reached out to you to make sure that you and the family was doing well. Mm-hmm. And again, it's just a lifestyle. Mm-hmm. And if you're living right, even with this pandemic and through the pandemic, you find that, you know, you get the benefits and that's all we can say. We're just trying to keep our head above water, man. Now I ask everybody this question and I want a real honest answer. It's a simple question, but I need an honest answer. How are you? Well, it's been rough. Um, honestly, I- I'm so grateful that we have the community and the lifestyle that we preach and really it was an opportunity to say are you going to practice what you preach in the middle of a real storm right personally at the top of january 2020 i actually know for certain i contracted covid 19 coronavirus but remember i have pre-existing conditions because mm. of all of the fibroid surgeries i had i have something called immuno um, suppression so my immune system is compromised because of it okay mm. so not knowing any of this nothing has been known I was down for two months in terms of severe, severe symptoms. And I'm like, why? Something's really wrong. Then it came out about the virus. And then with everything that erupted with George Floyd and Breonna Taylor, and you know, cortisol is a chemical reaction in our body, right? And when we look at the implications of being black here in the world and in America, we already live around, walk around in this inflammatory state because we're always in a trauma state, Mm -hmm. right? But then there are things that take it to what we call skyrocket levels, Mm -hmm. right? And when that happened, now, mind you, I live clean, I eat clean, everything I practice and I preach to my clients, I developed an aneurysm, okay? Wow. Mm. Today, (laughs) I'm not going to get emotional. Today is actually nine months to the day I was diagnosed with a brain aneurysm. Wow. And that was from the implications (laughs) of the radical cortisol, the stress trauma on our bodies. Here, we're in quarantine, everything happening with our kids, right? And then on top of that now, because my body had the immunocompromised state because of all of the feet of small intestine that have been cut out of my body from the previous surgeries, again, this is why we do what we do, educating and empowering women. I didn't know, had I not known this, my life would not have been even saved, first of all, right? Mm -hmm. So then, make it worse, I remember the day, August 12th, I'm in the hospital and thank God, you know, I, pre- I preach, listen to your body. I had 
what you would consider the worst headache of your life. I woke up that morning and all I could say is I said a prayer, oh my God. And I had an interview that morning, but I said, God, what's going on? And I heard the word aneurysm. And that was like out of nowhere. I emailed my doctor, call, um, he said, go to the ER because I have a pre-existing um, kidney condition that makes me even more at high risk for aneurysms. And sure enough, I remember them walking into this. They said, Mrs. Thompson, they had to put me on the monitor to keep my blood pressure under control so that it wouldn't cause it to rupture, mm. all right? They said, you have a significant aneurysm. And from there, I thought, okay, this is gonna be taken care of rapidly because it's an emergent state, right? But here it is, I actually had to deal with medical bias in the hospital where I had to try to convince the neurosurgeon to prioritize my case. They wanted to send me home, come back in eight days to have this surgery. Now, you know, if I'm Becky, all I have to do is to have some little Becky tears and, oh, we're going to fit you in right away. <laughs> right? right. And I just said, listen, I will go as soon as you get my pain under control because then we know we can control my blood pressure. And he said, oh, sure, no problem. Days later, my, my pain level is still level 20. Blood pressure, they've had to come in and give me IV in intervention of blood pressure. Now, I knew I had played the movie forward. I said, if I go home and my pain is untreated, right, and my blood pressure cannot be controlled, that thing's going to rupture and nobody can help me at home. I will be dead, right? How many of our people would have gone home? And Dr. Amun, he had, he got COVID too. Yeah, I mean, I don't have a story like that. <laughs> I can't top that story. Well, how are you, brother? No, I mean, <laughs> <laughs> I was doing great for the whole year. I was basically just going to work with my business, coming home. But I was around certain people that did not take the virus seriously. And I just remember sitting down and having some pineapples and mangoes in front of me. And I was like, I can't smell these things. And then when I started eating them, I was like, I can't even really taste them. Wow. And then that night, I had a fever that was like, whoa. When I got the test, came back positive. So I put together a little cocktail. What was in it? I had some D3, I had some zinc, I had some selenium, I had some vitamin C, C right? and then some of the other supplements that we had. So it was like a nice little concoction I put to myself. So after 10 days, I went back, got retested, came back negative. I waited another 10 days, and then I did the antibody test with the blood. Mm -hmm. Now, I want that to come back positive. Mm -hmm. Right, right? the antibodies. Because I want the antibodies there, which it did come back positive. So apart from that, I was like, okay, I've had my COVID experience. And what that did, it compelled me to say, get back in these books. Mm -hmm. I need to start revamping. I need to start reformulating. Mm -hmm. I need to start restudying, researching. For me, I had a very mild case of it. So I was fortunate, mm -hmm. but I wouldn't wish this on somebody who has, right. you know, who might be suffering with Existing asthma or other health conditions. And you guys are super conditions. healthy, mm -hmm. so that's why you're fortunate that, right? You know, for yourself. Now, let me ask you this: You guys got vaccinated? No, I haven't. Okay, so, so Dr. Amun, you I haven't. did. I just got actually um, the second dose two week about two weeks ago, a week right. and a half ago. I thought that goes against everything holistic. Right, Dr. that's what I'm right. saying. So, this is a very so important thing. The thing is that when you say holistic, right? I feel what people have to understand is that we still have science that we have to deal with, mm -hmm. okay? So if there was a plant or a herb that is out there to prevent or to substitute a vaccination or, you know, eliminate COVID, then, hey, please mean. inform me because mm -hmm. I don't know about it and I'm a herbalist. Mm -hmm. So I have to be real. Now, even the concoction that I made, I shared that with friends and family, mm -hmm. even my neighbor, and they were calling me, Dr. Amor, man, that worked. Wow, man, you saved my life. I had hundreds of calls because that went around. Now I could take that and say, hey, 
Don't get vaccinated. Don't do get the vaccine. I got the formula here. But, but yeah. that wouldn't be the way how science works. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You see what I'm saying? Because there's millions of people out there that didn't take my cocktail. And guess what? They recovered from COVID, mm-hmm. right? So what we have to do and what we want to do today is just present the misinformation and education about vaccinations, right? right? About the virus. We're not here to say we're pro-vaccine or anti-vaccine. We're not here to say anything besides we just need to educate ourselves with science because science and the data is going to eliminate all this misinformation that's out there circling for our community, especially the black community. All right, we have more with Coach Jesse and Dr. Amun when we come back. You know, from Detox Now, it's The Breakfast Club. Come on. Morning, everybody. It's DJ Envy, Angela Yee, Charlamagne the Guy. We are The Breakfast Club. We're still kicking it with Coach Jesse and Dr. Amun Yee. Well, Dr. Amun, are you getting vaccinated? I'm not against it. <laughs> I'm not against it. Seriously. I okay. And again, like I'm trying to say to people, and you mm-hmm. made a great point, Charlamagne, about holistic and, and herbalist. And I think people have to understand is like herbs is provided by nature, but it's also backed up by science. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You see what I'm saying? You have different types of herbs, different part of the plants. So science is always there. And one of the things that I think we suffer in our black community is the miseducation. Mm-hmm, okay? Absolutely. We don't get the resources like the STEM schools in our communities. You don't get pamphlets. You don't get the and encouragement. And our community to right. be leaders in the science world. And right? that's where it's going to, you know, break that distrust. Because should we feel apprehensive? Absolutely. As 100%. black people, come on. This is the same institution that is, that's killing us. Now you're telling us we got a, a cure, for, you know, or we got a solution. So, But you know what's important also is that we have to, all, we have to be intentional to make sure that that fear is not radicalized against us to keep us from making decisions that actually will save our lives. When you look at the statistics, the the percentage of white people who are getting vaccines, they are getting it at alarming rates compared to our communities. They're coming to our communities. They're coming to take it from our community. Exactly. And we have to be, you know, there is a real um, irresponsibility to me in the, even in the holistic community and and the Mm. conspiracy theory um, community where it's like, this is, this is coming out to kill us. And the truth is they're not looking at, look at the facts, look at what's happening. You know, uh, Angela, you asked me about getting vaccinated. And the other thing we have to think about is not just Dr. Immune has a wonderful immune system. We're working on helping everybody to stay healthy, but you have to also think about your community, Right. right? I got vaccinated because I had to think, okay, what has the advantage in my body is it the vaccine that's going to have it or the <coughs> virus and in and in my scenario the actual virus is more dangerous to me so i took it for my daughter right i took it for my family yeah i mean so, i got half vaccinated so far and my next shot is next week okay. but it was a hard decision for me to make also mm-hmm. right you know, that's and, why and you it know why it's for me to uh, do a lot of research mm-hmm, mm-hmm. i really want to go back to that point what you made about the holistic side of it too you know what's so funny? This is something I'm going to drop about this so-called herbalist, especially in the black community, right? You get them to say, well, where's your data? Where's your, where's your proof? Mm-hmm. Okay, go to the CDC website. Man, that's establishment. I ain't listening to them. Okay. <laughs> you go on their website sorry. and you see a product that they're selling. And they will say, according to the CDC, because it supports what they're selling. Mm-hmm. So now the CDC is a reliable source mm-hmm. but now you can't cherry pick like that so if they're not producing clinical data with clinical trials to say 
we have taken this amount of people, we have done this for this period of time, this is how science works. Would you I participate in a clinical trial? Because they say enough, there's not enough African-Americans also who participate in these trials, understandably. Understandably, right. Understandably. Now, one of the things that's going to bridge that gap is getting our generation of children educated in these fields. Mm-hmm. That when I can look at it and say, well, Charlemagne's daughter's my daughter, mm-hmm. or she's a researcher, or she's a scientist, and she's telling me and, to take and the there vaccine. Are, let's, let's acknowledge the right? fact that there is a growing number of black scientists and physicians that are at the table right now. Right. But and we're not deeply represented. And that is going to break down the barrier of distrust. This, and, distrust. and that is part of the reason why I do trust Coach Jesse and Dr. Amun <laughs> when you guys come on the show. And I actually tried my first ever but detox. you trust me? No, I'm only joking. <laughs> <laughs> you know, <laughs> I did my first ever detox with you guys. Right. And it really helped. And then I recommended you to so many other people who have really literally called me and Man, Jesse awesome. knows I always hit her like, look, this person hit me in my DMs. They're having issues with their fibroids, whatever it is. And now I want to make sure we talk about the detox now, because part of making sure that even if you do get uh, infected with something, you can recover from it better because your body is more equipped and prepared. No question. And I'm just going to say one last thing. Mm-hmm. And the whole point of us being here is this. Whether you want to take the side of I'm not going to get vaccinated. I think my immune system is strong enough to fight it off. But there's some information you need to know about that. Do you know that people who are vitamin D deficient Mm -hmm. suffers 15 times at risk more with catching COVID? People who are zinc deficient, that's three to five times, even more. So if you're going to take that route of of, of, (laughs) I'm going to rely on my immune system to fight off this virus, then please do the right things. Not just social distancing, Mm -hmm. wearing a mask, washing your hands, but have a clean lifestyle. I like to do Take both. Take some moss. Do both. Drink this juice. Drink but this the, juice. Right. Wait, wait, wait. And, and wait, wait, wait. You know, you know another thing? I'm glad you mentioned the moss because, again, because of lack of scientists and we don't have our labs, there's all of this Propaganda. misinformation oh. about moss having 92 minerals and, mm, you know, it's like, come on. I mean, come on. <laughs> we just got to get down to the you science and the it. data. It does have about 10 minerals, but it doesn't you know, have 92 I mean, minerals. I mean, there's over yes. 24. I mean, we had a conversation on the phone about <laughs> that, right? Another, I think you told me, a brother told you you had 105. You had a CMOS plus. <laughs> you know, the body only needs anything between 18 to 23 essential minerals for it to function. So the more ingredients you have in a product, it's the more difficult and complicated for your body to digest it. Because the detox now has been so beneficial Mm -hmm. to people and because my juices are back, drink fresh juice, we're actually teaming up to do a detox together because we know people want to have these juices. And so we are going to be using the ginger apple lemon and the daily green glow as part of this uh, juice detox. I'm so (laughs) excited about it because it really makes detoxing easier. Um, it puts together two of the powerhouse detox organs, which are, it really um, stimulates the digestive system and the liver, right. right? So the digestive and liver detox, truly you're talking about major impact. And there are studies around juicing, right? Which you can get into, but the, the four key things, the reasons people say it eliminates the barriers, the barriers that people say they why they can't do a detox or they can't live healthy is because it's difficult, mm-hmm. the taste or the time, and then accessibility. And this, Angela, too. people say right, affordability, right? And affordability. Know. So this is portable, no prep. People hate the fact that they have to do prep. Right. So the fact that it's already organic, fresh pressed healthy ingredients, healthy and nutritious. It's delicious, right? Yeah, it is nice. It's, it's really delicious. I like that tagline, health is not the enemy of taste. That's right, health That's is what not I'm the t- enemy I love of that. taste. I, I love it. that. And Even, it's only seven days. There's actually uh, studies done where people have done juice fast. 
and they're not just lost weight but also they've reaped the benefits of gut flora what we called um good Balancing gut, the gut bacteria mm-hmm. right the that bacteria. that helps and that's where all your digestion your and your nutrients system. and your immune system 80 percent of your immune system is from the gut so there's a lot of benefits in that skin hair the, yeah nails, the skin the hair digestive. and a lot of it being you know antioxidant anti uh microbe antibacteria anti-cancer etc mm-hmm. so there's a lot of benefits doing that i'm excited so about wait, the this. official name the name is the detox now drink fresh juice fast Woo! Yeah, and i'm gonna start it so and listen i decided i'm gonna do this too i'm gonna i'm gonna pay for five people to do it with us yay oh okay where do they sign up Oh, it's exclusively at where drinkfreshjuice.com and thedetoxnow.com. We're going to do a, a private club mm-hmm. and a member club to actually help people to get it to the end, to actually do it with Angela. And I'm going to be coaching her through to it. All right. Well, I'm excited for us to get started. And I thank you guys for coming up this morning. Thank you. you. Know. Wait, wait. We What's have the website cheers. again? Drink Fresh Juice. Oh, I finished mine. Oh. Cheers. Cheers. Cheers, guys. What's the website again? Drink Fresh Juice. Drinkfreshjuice.com Drink fresh and thedetoxnow.com. And show them the liver supplement. It's in your little box. Oh, That's yeah, what goes it. with it. These are the yes. this supplements in here that you take. Yay. Okay. All right. It's Coach Jesse and Dr. Amun. Thank you very much for coming. It's the hey, Breakfast Club. Thank you for, thank having, you for us. having us. The Breakfast Club. This is the Rumor Report with Angela Yee. Rumor has Let's go, ye. Come on, ye. Act like you got oh, a, I just a go segment to do. I thought he was going to tease no, something. No, no. He played the this intro. This is new. It's right. different. One, okay. two, three, go. Go. <laughs> All right. Now, J. Cole was on Kevin Durant's podcast, and he was talking to co-host Eddie Gonzalez as well, who asked him about his relationship with Drake and Kendrick and how that has evolved. And here's what he said. I was so competitive early on. You know what I mean? It's almost like working out together. In the NBA in the past, it was like, that was unheard of. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, why would I work out with this shit? Like, I'm trying to destroy this shit. You know what I mean? Like, and that was kind of my mentality. But as I gotten older, I realized that like, no one is truly my peer or can relate to what I'm going through in life more than these people right here. And I really genuinely with these dudes. So like, mm-hmm. I've been trying to, you know, absolutely make an effort like as time goes on to like strip the competition from it. Like y'all are submitted forever. I'm more interested in the relationship because I also see a time when I'm not doing it. They are all cemented forever. Kendrick, Cole, and Drake are they're certified ghosts at this point, right? I mean, 10 yes. years in, we can all say that each and every one of them are legends. Now it's just a matter of how far can, can they take it. But we do like the competition. The competition is what Correct. keeps everybody sharp, still sharp and still, right? Yep. Now, J. Cole also has gotten a lot of praise following his Basketball African League debut, which was yesterday. He's playing for the Rwanda Patriots, and they did win 83-60 over the Nigeria River Hoopers. And, you know, he had some big NBA dreams. Here's what he had to say. My sophomore year of college, I had a chance to walk on at St. John's. I missed tryouts my freshman year because I was so brand new to New York. I just got lost in the sauce. And there was a few guys that made it from my freshman class where I was like, oh, I'll with him, but if he made it, I damn sure should have made the team. Like, if I would have went out, I would have made the team, like, in my mind. And I was, yeah. at this time, I was, like, blossoming. So I go out my sophomore year, like, yo, I'm, I'm not going to miss the boat again. And there was, like, maybe 60 kids at the tryouts. And I was balling. All right. Well, looks like he's balling now, living out all his dreams. <laughs> yeah, he was 3-3, I think, in two. So uh, that was his first game. So I'm excited to see what J. Cole does. 
All right. Now we do have a, a story that's breaking, which I'm watching right now. Olivia Dope. Now, you know, she was on the Joe Button Network and she had the podcast with uh, Mandy and with Bridget Kelly. See, the she's a dope is, DJ, right? too. She's a she's a DJ. She She's really, really dope. Right. And so now she's done a post and the post is about 25 minutes long. So I'm trying to watch uh, the whole thing as we're doing this, just because I want to make sure we get this right. But she talks about why she left the show and the sexual harassment that she had to deal with as far as Joe Button. Here's what she said. He goes down the line to give everyone their accolades. And then once he gets to me, the scene is edited again because he says Olivia is unique because I want to Olivia and the fans love her. Those wow. words are edited out. But what's left there is me widening my eyes in shock and embarrassment because after he asked if I was okay and he said he would come back to lighten the mood, I didn't think he would once again reference to wanting to have sex with me. Joe asked if he can give me an on-air hug. My co-host said yes, they insist, and I slowly get up to hug him. Still apprehensive, I give him a hug somewhat of a, of a distance. It's unbeknownst to me until I actually watch back the episode that he was moving his hips while he was hugging me. Wow, talk about an awkward, awful work environment to have to be a part of. And she goes down and she breaks down a lot of different inappropriate things that happened that was sexual harassment that she was uncomfortable with, that she expressed her discomfort with. And so uh, if you guys have a chance to go to her page, Olivia Dope, and watch the whole thing, she said at the end of it all, she did end up getting an attorney who reached out to uh, his attorney to let them know she would not be returning to the show and the reasons why. And so just really awful that she had to go through something like this. But she said part of her healing process is being able to speak on it and discuss everything. A lot of stuff was edited out of the shows. And she breaks down like minute by minute each second of the set where they took out certain parts where he was saying things to her about always wanting to have sex with her. Uh, she also talks about when she quit the show, how he then... I guess went on and said on his podcast, anybody he hires, he's going to want to have sex with or something uh, to that effect. And she plays that on that clip. So Olivia dope, we are sending you, you know, so much strength and healing. I know it's not easy to speak on uh, those types of situations. Yeah. Send love, light and healing energy to uh, Olivia dope. I mean, it's a lot going on in some people's life. It's a, it's a real state of emergency. And that's the name of Tamika Mallory's book, which is the first book off my book imprint, Black Privilege uh, Publishing. It's available everywhere. You buy books now. Just want to throw that out there. Shameless plug. Yes, definitely. And, you know, I, I saw that she was saying that she should have done some more research on what it's like to work with this person. But you can't blame yourself when no. things like, oh, this is what I should have done. This is my fault. It's not your fault. That should not be happening. All right. And that is your rumor report. All right. Jeesh. All right, well, Revolt, we'll see you tomorrow. Everybody else, the People's Choice Mix is up next. Don't move. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. WWPR FMHD1 New York. And our heart radio station. Let me put a little bit of The Breakfast Club up in your lifestyle. DJ Envy, Angela Yee, Charlemagne the God. Morning, everybody. It's DJ Envy, Angela Yee, Charlemagne the God. We are The Breakfast Club. Now, uh, I'm broadcasting out of uh, Cabo. Um, you know, last week was my wife's anniversary and her mother passed away. 
And uh, I had a conversation with her. I didn't want her to remember our 20th anniversary that way. I wanted her to, I know it's 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 a hard time. It's a tough time for her and she's grieving, but I kind of wanted some positivity in her. So I talked her into uh, allowing us to just go out and just let her heal on her own. No kids, no family members, no phone calls. So we're out in Cabo. Uh, we had the hard rock. Uh, next couple of days. Shout out to everybody at the Hard Rocks. And shout out to uh, Grace who set this up for me when I called the last minute. Uh, She was able to put all this together. So I just wanted to say thank you, Travel Elite Getaway. She uh, put this together. And um, we're just relaxing, man, just enjoying our time. It's two hours earlier here. So it's it's 7 a.m. now. So shout to everybody out here. I've been running into a lot of people out here too, actually. A lot of people are here vacationing. So just want to say that. Just Just reconnecting. All right. Well, I hope y'all are having an amazing time. 20 years, married, another baby on the way, new chapter. Yes, yes, yes. It's all fun. All fun. And don't be asking the older kids to babysit. That's your responsibility. No, no, no. I got, I got the grandparents for that. Well, I got to ask the, the, the kids. <laughs> and the grandparents, grandparents got the grandparents got their own life going on. They don't want to be bothered yeah, with you. They probably no. like, I'm done. That's what grandparents keep is on for. Having to watch these kids now. Come on. Now, that's what grandparents is for. Watch these babies <laughs> for me for a little bit. I'll be back. That and nannies. All right, when we come back, positive (laughs) note, it's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. Morning, everybody. It's DJ Envy, Angela Yee, Charlamagne the Guy. We are The Breakfast Club. Now, shout out to Chris Rock for joining us this morning. Yes, always entertaining. And that movie Spiral is out right now from the Book of Saw. Yeah, and it's the number one movie in the country. I haven't looked to see, you know, what it did at the box office because I haven't even, you know, seen that stat in a long time. Number one movie at the box office. So, you know, but now that theaters are back open. Um, you know, I guess people going. So salute to Chris Rock. It's nice and gory, too. You know I love a good gory movie. It's disgusting. Definitely gory. And also shout to uh, Coach Jesse and Dr. Omoon for jo- joining us as well. That's right. And we are going to be starting this detox. I guess I might as well start today because I haven't had anything to eat yet. So, yeah, let's do it. If y'all want to do it with us, you know, you can um, just check our... So I'm about to post it on social media for everybody that's hitting me and asking me how they can join the detox the detox now and the juice detox we're doing with Drink Fresh Juice. Yeah, I'll start mine next week after I had all this crazy uh, food out here. So I'll start mine next week. <laughs> hey, listen, man, I got to say a salute uh, to a man that I love, a man that is always there to give, you know, give me advice on, on a number of things, especially radio related. Say my name. The Godfather, Elvis Duran. Drop one of the clues bombs for Elvis Duran. Today, Elvis Duran is celebrating 25 years wow. of the Elvis Duran morning show lord have mercy congratulations i think they actually all came in the studio and it's their first time seeing all seeing each other since the pandemic for one day only of course i mean and the reason you got to salute that because you know we live in this era where people you know love waves right like they love to jump on what's ever hot but you got to think keep thinking keep in mind that the, the the real success is longevity correct real success is consistency and elvis duran 25 years on the radio and Elvis is about seventy six years old, and he Stop is still it. the number Not one, the number it, one morning yeah. show, eighteen to twenty four in, in in New York City. So that he is. Drop one of clues bombs for the Godfather, Elvis Duran. Love that guy, man. Absolutely. All right. Well, leave us on a positive note. Listen, a leader. Let's talk leadership. A leader takes people where they want to go. A great leader takes people where they don't necessarily want to go, but ought to be. Breakfast Club, bitches. Y'all finished or y'all done? 